1: It's, it's me again, the Liberty Hippie, here with you back again for another week, episode number 84 this week. So that means you can find the show notes at homesteadsandhomeschools.com slash 084. Oh, this week's episode is an interesting one. I will tell you that right now. I, I planned on having uh, Theodore Quinoa of crowdfunded government on to uh, talk kind of about his thing and, and he's some of his his views have been changing I think a little bit over the past based on uh, some podcast appearances and so I wanna have him on and kind of talk about um his ideas of how how crowdfunding government and such have, have changed and how that could look for, for homesteads and, and homeschools and, and the more home centric uh, lifestyles. But he he brought some guests with him. And so it it uh went off the rails fairly quickly I think. It was a it was a good show. It was a fun show. But uh, you know I hope you guys all enjoy it. It it is an interesting conversation, and uh, you know if you like it, let me know. Let me know. Maybe maybe I can do this again with uh, some other randos on here. Just uh, start start pulling pulling people off Twitter, and we can have a chat. Who knows? Whatever. Um, and and if you don't like it, uh, let me know too, and I will uh, refrain from doing such nonsense in the future. But uh, that's that's it for now. So let's go plant those seeds of liberty with my guest, Mr. Theodore Kimmel. birds if you're small and on a search i've got a feeder for you to perch on all right so i have i have i've have multiple guests today apparently on today's show for you all to listen to um the main my main guest being theodore quinoa of uh Some of you guys may know him from, from crowdfunded government. Um, if you haven't heard of him, uh, it'll be interesting to, for you to, to hear about it. Um, I know it's, uh, kind of a, a break from the homesteading and homeschool, uh, straight up side of things. So, um, hope you guys enjoy it. So Theodore, thank you for, uh, for coming on tonight. I, I appreciate it.
0: Hey, what's going on? How's it going?
1: (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. So you're Theodore and, uh, I know we got Hans over there as well, um, and and someone else. I forget the other name you had mentioned. Lutie. So, Ludi. Hans and Ludi is right.
0: out looting right now.
1: Okay, all right, Hans. You want to say hi so people know who you are?
2: Hey, uh, my name is Hans Bass, and I am happy to be here. I know you invited just Theodore, but uh, I do want to thank you in advance for letting me join.
0: He has a lot to say about homesteading. So
1: okay.
2: I just pulled chicken. I just pulled my eggs out of my chicken coop just like five minutes ago. So,
1: very nice, very nice. Yeah, good deal, good deal. I just, I just ended up putting mine, putting mine away. We had a raccoon come in one time, and I've been shutting them up since. And man, it is. I got to get up every morning. Like I, there's no sleeping in anymore, and it's really, it's, it's starting to bother me. I know me, that but,
2: um. I just, I set up a raccoon trap and caught seven raccoons in six nights, and that's because on the final night I caught two baby raccoons in the trap. <laughs> Um, it's been wild over here, but it's all, it's been good for the last couple months.
1: Good deal. Yeah. They, they clear cut, uh, there's like a, a big lot behind us. And I think it's like three or 400 acres and they clear cut it all. And so for a while, like everything was just coming through, but, um, yeah. So, um, uh,
0: what, how, how did you, how did you prevent that? What's like an example of a technique?
1: I just put a door on the, we had a door on the coop and I just hadn't shut it before. Cause I didn't need to, it was a, you know, it's in a fence. It's, a, it's all enclosed you know, chicken wire. Um, but it, it got through and, and did some damage on some baby chicks and a, and a mama hen. So I just started shutting the door now as you know, didn't need to, but now I need to, and uh, I'm going to move
0: it into a positive direction for you. So I brought somebody (laughs) who does a lot of homesteading techniques and really wants to talk about it. And then I bought, I brought somebody who is a city boy who does not like homesteading, homeschooling, and is just anti-everything involving this movement. And I couldn't believe that there was somebody with these extreme thoughts. So, Ludi.
1: I can't believe you're friends with someone like that.
0: Oh, I, I'm friends with people I disagree with uh, the most. <laughs> my, my best friends are the ones that I disagree with the most because we have the most fun. I learn the most through the people I disagree with. I, I don't like hanging out with people I do agree with. They're not yeah. they're not very fun. That yeah. and Andy pays us, so... <laughs>
2: You uh, didn't
1: get any money. I guess I'm the only valuable thought around here. Nobody so. didn't get a dime. <laughs> Man, uh, I'm. I kind of. So, what? Where? Crowdfunded government. Um, because I, I think you know some some people in the the home more home centric lifestyles are kind of yeah a little more focused on on them and theirs and and what's going on. Um, you know, and they might think voting Republican might give them more, more freedom to do what they want or, or whatever. Um, what, what is this idea of, of crowdfunded government that you were, that you have?
0: Well, a crowdfunded government is a actually politically neutral idea. It's not about Republican or Democrat. It's about getting rid of taxes. So if you want to pay for the roads, instead of paying taxes, you just pay what you would normally pay for the roads.
1: That makes sense, right? If I'm a, I'm a vegetarian, I don't want to be uh, subsidizing, um, you know, Industrial agriculture, putting all the the cows through the the meat processing, or whatever else it may be, but um, well, then
0: well, then you
2: shouldn't have to pay for it, and, and right. This is Hans here. I've been a vegan for six years, and I'll tell you, it's uh, certainly bipartisan in the sense that I I like the concept, um, and I you know don't want to support things that I don't want to pay for.
1: Yeah, uh, that's it, right? I mean, you think it would it should boil down to to something of that nature. Um, it only, only makes sense, but, uh, we're not,
3: well, the don't have
1: that luxury
2: and in the technologies here. That's the beauty of about it. You know, I, I, am a business owner and, and one of the first things you do in entrepreneurship is you ask, why doesn't this concept already exist? And the moment you realize a new variable has been added to the equation, which is technology, you realize, okay, this is a conversation that could never even be dreamed of 10 years ago. So no wonder it's being discussed. And um, I think there are a lot of people that are completely dedicated to the idea that of course you pay taxes. It's so ingrained into us. But when you step back and realize we dictate what the rules are and we have the ability to have more efficiency than ever before because of the new thing that's been added, which is technology, you, it's, it's a knockout discussion to have and it's the future of government.
1: Yeah. I really think, you know, it's a kind of something along those lines because you think about like, and is homesteads and, and homeschools right? So I talk a lot of the homeschooling type, and you know if, if that's what you're doing, why why am I paying for public school? Why why are your grandparents paying for public school? I mean, you know what what how does that work? And uh, yeah, the, the technology, I guess, is is here. Um, I'm not sure what exactly that would look like. I don't know. What, do you do you have an idea of of that? Are
0: you
1: you're, talking like you're like the, like blockchain type stuff, or what do you what do you
0: Blockchain is a great example of how if you were trying to transfer money from people for government programs, it'd be an accountable way to do it. Definitely. Put it on a ledger.
2: And, and I, I, you know, I'm not smart enough to understand blockchain. Uh, but what I can say is what I see personally is an accessible website where you log in and your profile loads and you have the bodies, the parties that want your money and why. And they explain how they're going to pay it. And you can donate, or you can donate, you can fund those things together, crowd with with people who have the same interests. And for the first time ever, we're holding politicians accountable from a financial standpoint.
1: Yeah, maybe. To, to a degree, to a degree. I think, you know, it's, it's, uh, it feels like maybe we are, but...
0: I I got off the topic of uh, homeschooling though, and that—that's where I wanted to bring in uh, Wino or whatever his name is, uh, Ludi, Ludi. I
1: thought Ludi in the wine stores. Yeah, he doesn't
0: even know his friends' names. Wino is literally passed out from wine. He's not at the table, but I'm trying to bring him back because I want to understand why he's anti-homeschool. Because we just heard a great explanation from Hans about how technology is going to make homeschooling much more practical and possible, and. You heard my explanation that if you're paying for public schools, but you don't support them and you use all your money for homeschooling efforts, maybe you should pay uh, less for public schools. And then we got Ludy. Ludy, where do you fall on this? On homeschooling?
3: Yeah. Um, I just – I guess I think I'm a reformist to the public school system more than I am an advocate for homeschooling.
1: Why? Why? Like, is it... Is it uh...
3: Uh, there's already existing infrastructure. Like, why not uh, adapt to it and let an idea that makes sense run it rather than trying to... I mean, revolution is always difficult, right? Uh, you look at history, it's very painful for most, most peoples. So I guess I, I, that, that's why I generally just lean that way strategically. Um, so there's, there's huge cost advantages. Uh, I think technology assists with a lot of things, but I think, I mean... Correct me if you, know, if you think I'm wrong on this, but I think a, a huge portion of the value of public school has very little to do with what's being taught there, um, but it has a large amount to do with, with the interaction that people get uh, with, with those in their peer group.
1: So I, I think I to like a degree, right?
3: And, 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 I, so, and I, by, well, by the way, I just want to give you a quick second on my background. Um, so uh, I have um, five nephews who are all homeschooled, um, and so I'm very familiar that it's not like a cartoon black and white cut out of like, Oh, you just don't get a visit with anyone other than your siblings. Um, it, it, I just think that, uh, sometimes the harsh reality of a broad populace against the individual does a lot to shape their mentality. I think that's where I'll leave it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think, um, I think there's a couple things there. I think you're, you're right in that the educational part of public school is, one of the, uh, I don't know, I forget the word you use, but the, the least, um, important the parts, joke. but the least, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, it really, um, what you're learning there, um, has just gone downhill. And, and I don't know, you know, I've, I taught in public school. I've, I went to public school and I've, you know, in my short time, I've seen it change and it's just, but I do think, um, the, homeschooling can go two ways right you can lock your kid in the basement and you can um never let them see the light of day and and there's that side of it um but there's also you know so much more with with technology right like uh homeschool groups meeting up um you know you you have groups of 30 kids hang out or or go to a a church building and and meet and they do you know switch switch your teacher for whatever, you know, moms do one subject and somebody else does, you know, that, that sort of thing. I think you do get some of that exposure to, um, you know, acceptable social norms that you might not get just living with your family. Um, and I think you're kind of seeing that more and more as the homeschool population is, is growing and, um, you know, kind of it's getting out there, right. Um, before I think when when I was growing up, it was you know you didn't have the internet to to find other other people to uh, come on board to get involved.
0: Oh, it looks like it looks like Wino has a has a complaint over here. It looks like, like uh, Mister Mister hmm. the writer Mister Ludi himself.
2: Well, before before he jumps into it, I'm I'm joining us Hans here. Like the fact is is I mean I don't know why we can't just merge the technology that is now available in our hands even and bring that to the homestead so that you can give your children maybe a centralized, you know, I, I would like to see Ludi argue the value of a centralized education system versus one where the, chil- the children are raised by the parents. I, you, I think the argument where you say, Hey, there's all this value in all these people being together in, in these, you know, schoolroom classrooms, which are, are industrial complexes. Uh, there's, there's more value in that than a child being raised by their parents in their house where their child can learn more values and spend more time learning what actually matters in life.
3: Uh, I mean, wait, am I supposed to, all right. Uh, no, I just think I, well, look, I, it's hard, it's hard to know if somebody's like memeing at you or they're all, actually like on, saying so anything that's on, like I'm real. I'm go to
0: stop to this really quick wait, because hmm. I need to ask you why no, uh, which is, are you, are you, you're sober now? You're no longer wino. Okay. His name is Ludi. <laughs> Ludi is no longer wino. He stepped away for a bit and passed out. He was, uh, had a little bit too much wine. Um, I just wanted to make sure that everybody was set on exactly Ludi. What is the position short and sweet? Uh,
3: well, I don't know what the position is short and sweet, but I, I would say I totally agree. First of all, with parents raising the kids <laughs> with uh, a massive, church, uh, presence as part of a foundational social experience for a child. Um, so I think both of those things are, are tremendous wins. I don't think that does anything with the public school system in any way. Those are cultural things that stand outside of the public school system, even though the public school system has tried to hijack them in weird ways. Um, but frankly, there are a bunch of buildings, kids benefit from being around each other from specific age groups by age group. Um, because it broadens their
2: ability to, to socialize effectively. You think that's more valuable than being with parents every day?
0: Hold on, liberty no. hippie. Hold on, <laughs> liberty hippie. I'm sorry, man. What's up? What what do we have to say in response to that crazy thing that Wino over there was saying?
1: Well, I I think yeah, you have all those buildings, right? Great, wonderful. Um, what can you do? You need to do something else with them. I think when you yeah. You have parents giving values, and that's great, right? Um, whatever those values may be, my values are different than yours. Yours are different than somebody else's, and, and that's that. um we
3: probably have very very similar values, actually. I mean, we come from the same background. I'm, I'm presuming you're a white male. Uh, you know, same same most things. I think we, we probably adhere on a lot of things, actually. I, we probably aren't that different. His name's Ben. Ben. Oh, I'm sorry. I, ben, I didn't get your name. I was drunk in the corner. My, my apologies. Why
1: not? <laughs> All good. I'm just saying, in, in general, right? Like, I think allowing parents to I think when a kid is able to develop their values um, with a, a concrete foundation right um, it's the parents values um, that that will go further than you know having a four-year-old five-year-old go through okay I'm with this teacher for six hours a day five days a week um, getting all these values from these people and then when I come home it's different whether it's it's cultural societal um, religious, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, I, there was something else you said, um, that, who what, said
0: that Ludi said Ludi, were you talking about exactly what Ben?
1: I don't remember. Um, I, I think like when you, <laughs> when you get into like, cl- so like, that was the other thing, right? Classrooms you're in these, these peer groups, when you go to work at your job, yep. like you're not with Everybody in your peer but You are group.
3: expected to have a lot of social skills, necessarily within your peer group, probably within four years, and that's all high school isn't
2: really, you know, you don't extend
3: out much beyond that.
2: Well, why why are we just assuming that everyone wants to work in a corporate structure that is unified and 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 taking the soul out of this It goes. absolutely does because no. what you're saying is that the school system,
3: a uh, centralized, you're, you're, the argument that you're making right now is an attack on the current public schooling system. Again, I am not an advocate for the current public schooling system. I'm simply saying it's easier to reform an existing institution than it is to rebuild some random new one
2: to allow people to then go into their cattle jobs at doing cattle work in the herds why do we have to look at things is that you know whatever's the most efficient way to profit that you have to
1: you know you
3: I think to why, why do you think why 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 do you think that's going to change if you if everyone's homeschooled?
2: Because I think they're going to do realize you that that that, do you that you think there's not going
3: to be space for corporations in America anymore. I, I think
2: I think absolutely people will spend invest more of their time into advancing their education on their passions. Absolutely, without a doubt. And once they pursue those passions, they will do great things. So, the and and, and I believe that there's a massive amount of people that have been brought into the cow herd mentality of bringing them to school, getting you detention when you're, when you're late and, and, and passing that off to the corporate world. And, and and of course, corporate responds to what they can hire at cheap wages because these children have given up on their goals in life because they're, because their teachers don't support them.
1: And I I think
2: some don't. So
1: another aspect, like when you, when you go through school you get done with high school right your guidance counselor and everybody else is telling you to go to college why why are you going to college so you can get that corporate job so you can be just a, a, another widget on on the line and now when you get out of school you have all this debt and you have to take that job you have to do that to pay that debt i think with with when you kind of get out of that mentality wait is um, that the think,
3: public school system or the private school system
1: both i i think it's any any school system, I think homeschool. I mean I don't allows... remember coming out
3: of high school of debt, that's all. I might have missed something in there.
1: No <laughs> I'm not saying high school. I'm saying like when 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 I was teaching, um, I, I taught in Brooklyn for a year or whatever, a couple of years. And you know, they, they were so proud of um, the they had like ninety-eight percent of kids get accepted to college and and go to go to school for their freshman year of college. And I don't know what the retention rate was But you got to assume like how many of those kids are actually going to school because they need to be there. How many of those kids are going to come out of school debt free, right? They're all going to have some sort of debt on them because why? Because somebody thought that they needed to, because they're told when you go through public school, that's what you're told. You're told, you know, go to college because you got to go to college because you got to get a job so you can make all this. And and if you cut that out a bit, I think homeschooling kind of allows you to do that. You can take college classes. Still in still in high school, right? You can dual enroll. You can oh, follow your you passions, mean, course, right? With,
2: with centralized education propaganda, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Maybe I shouldn't leave that far.
0: Why can you not leave that far?
2: I mean, all right, fine. I'm leaving that far. Okay. It's it's a, it's it's absolutely centralized by the government and controlled in terms of who gets education and how. I mean, why don't we have uh, financial
0: education? Even private institutions. Why don't we provide financial
2: education in high school? And once I understand an answer to that, I will I will gladly rethink my thought that keep people dumb, put them through the line, and have them take on a lot of debt. So they're paying it off for their first 10 years of ambitious outlooks in life, and then let them pay off the rest of their bills because now they have children and they're gonna live in debt for the rest of their lives. They die. I can't think of a better business model. I can't think of a better business model. Now, now that we're aware of this business model. Why would we make efforts to reform a centralized system that has a history of being corrupt versus providing guidelines on what centralized government thinks you should talk about, but then actually when corporations want to hire, they interview and test the people for their cognitive abilities and their cap- and their experience. Why do we need a centralized system at all with any form of reform? There, it's, it, the problem is you need to reform the, the DNA you need to re- revolutionize. It's a, absolutely a revolution. It's not a reform. I am so bored
3: of this argument. I could scream. This okay? <laughs> is so pointless to try to suggest that, um, to try to suggest that like all of these, whatever phantom problems you want to come up with for the, for, for an imagined centralized system or
2: not. People are a product. People are a byproduct of their environment. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, and look, um, I don't know how you're ever going to break them outside of that. Like you can expand that bubble infinitely, can't you? No. You can. Yes, you definitely can. I and, absolutely
2: and- can tell you how it's not done that.
3: Well, so what I'm saying is, is the argument of like brainwashing people is not really an argument for total revolution. It doesn't speak for advocacy for homeschooling at all. I want to hear positive outcomes for homeschooling if I'm going to be convinced there needs to be a revolution and not a reformation.
2: But what you're saying with that assumption is that centralized education remains a superior than decentralized education.
3: Uh, yes, saying- yes. Actually, I, would, I can make an empirical argument for that. Well, maybe not empirical, least somewhat logical. Um, if you're going to talk about the education system being a, a a catalyst or like a, 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 what do we say platform for the government propaganda, I would prefer to have a strong government running my country rather than a weak government running my country. Um, And ergo, I think that uh, um, I think that yes, in that instance, I would prefer a strong public foundation uh, for education rather than, a, some something more anarcho based I don't I don't have the means to defend myself against a horde of marauding bandits uh, the way maybe you know uh, an organized force might be able to so so I'm thankful that those kinds of things don't go on in my uh, current world so I would say just keep the public education system even if you think that it's an expression of big government. I don't know that you could even argue that big government is necessarily negative
1: so Rifle i think it's
2: a very if, if, good nationalist argument well <laughs> yeah
1: i guess I, I don't i don't think it, you know abolishing you know a, a public school system is, is not the the route i would choose to go right you, you spread the word of, of homeschooling people that want to um engage in that will and they will see its fruits um and they will spread the word and that's part of what i'm i'm try to do with this right is encourage the people that are either thinking about it or you know um might be thinking about it uh, to to try it out to to give it a go um because i think it it is useful it's um to not be under someone else's thumb um constantly when you think about cps and and all that they get involved with school and you know if you're tardy to school too many times you know your kid gets attention because your failures um you know, and, and how that plays out. And then, you know, you got somebody knocking on your door and make sure you got your vaccines and all that other, um, nonsense that, that comes along where do you, with it.
0: Where do you, so what? where do you fall on vaccines?
1: I mean, if you want to go for it, man, it's your body.
0: What do you personally do? Is that too personal?
1: No. Um, so yeah, you know, So we have four kids, our oldest one. Um, you know, our oldest two, we really drew them out. Um, as long as we could, they both, both my kids went to public school for, uh, well, my son went for kindergarten. Um, uh, my daughter did not, she went to a preschool, um, for the first couple of years and they required, um, some vaccines. So we did, but we really, um, drew it out as long as we could. Uh, we didn't follow the mandated schedule. Um, you know, and now that they're, they're homeschooled, um, anything else that they're going to go, you know, we'll take a look at some things are really unnecessary, right? Like a, a chicken pox vaccine, um, you know, is a, <laughs> or an HPV vaccine for like my 10 year old. That's a weird you know? one. Well, there's, you know, things like that, you know, um, how, how necessary is some of this stuff or, or a flu vaccine? Um, you know, why is that? Why is that necessary? Uh, you know, and it's, it's, uh, I, I, I don't trust it. I don't think that all these things are necessarily a a good thing um you know when you think about the the paradigm of what we are under right that that I don't know fact vaccine it's, <laughs> I talked about this once upon a time um so my my idea is like if you so we give people a vaccine right to take care of uh chicken pox right? there's no more chicken pox great you don't get chicken pox but what else does that cause? What else happens? Is there some other reaction in the body that we aren't aware of? Maybe getting chickenpox helped us do something else, right? Maybe eradicating smallpox did something to, uh, I don't know, up your chances of some sort of cancer or something. Who knows? Like, like We don't know all the connections in the body. We don't understand everything about us. We don't understand our world around us. We have an idea, but it's not all-encompassing. So, we just work on what we think is right. And so many times we've gone back and revamped science and revamped, you know um, how we understand viruses and, and diseases. And uh, I just, you know,
2: I'm pro Ben for the record. So I, that's I, everything you just shared. I'm a hundred percent on board with.
1: <laughs> all right.
2: Is this a typical dialogue? Do you bring people that are just like-minded with you and you just agree all day, or do you like bring on these hard edged opinions and have them battle it out? No,
1: no, I usually just, uh, one, one person at a time. And it's more, it's more, uh, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you do? What do you do on your homestead? Right. What do you do on your homestead that, that somebody else might not do that? Uh, you know, we can, Oh, so you do that with your, your horses. So maybe I'll do this with my horses or maybe that gate works or, you know,
2: is this going to go down as the worst podcast or the best podcast interview?
1: Uh, cause I
2: know it's not going to be somewhere in the middle based on how you just described that.
1: <laughs> I, well, I, I don't know. It depends. It depends. I think, uh, I don't know. The Never
2: Played
0: podcast. <laughs> no, it'll,
1: it'll go. It'll go. It'll get out there. Okay, okay. But, uh, All
0: right. I, yeah. hey, what, uh, what, what do you think the optimal podcast length has been?
1: I usually do about, well, I do about half an hour. Um,
0: yeah, my, that's exactly what I shoot for, 30 to 45 minutes. So I think we're running up against the time limit coming up in a few minutes. But I want a really hot question here at the end, a really hot take. <laughs> what do we got from you two? I'm speaking to you, Ben. I'm speaking to you, Ludi. What do you guys got that you cannot agree on by the end of the show? It's a real
2: question of who gets to go first, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, but I want—I want it short and sweet. Everybody's talking. I way agree to short and sweet. I agree Everybody's talking way too sweet. long. We don't have much time. So, Ludi. Ben what is it, it's it? Ben's show. He gets to decide who goes first.
1: am I'm, I'm, I'm okay. It doesn't matter, Ludi. you want to no, go ben, for it? Ben, go ben, for it.
0: On. So therefore, therefore, Ludi has to make the positive argument. Go. You have to make an argument in the affirmative. Yeah,
3: why uh you, you have a giant mess in a room and you go into it and, like your kitchen's looking awful. It's got dishes all over the place, it's gross as fuck. Why would you just destroy and remodel your kitchen rather than just clean your kitchen? So he's reform pro, first. He's pro reform Do You don't you don't need to okay.
0: you don't need to change the whole system. That's short and sweet pro, stick to it. Pro clean make it better. Wow. Make all it right. better. Okay, so now we go to Ben, who would be No, no, I would like to go next. You're not involved in this. this. You're out of this. I have an
2: absolute knockout response, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go, Ben. Okay. Okay. okay.
1: Okay.
2: Here's the problem is Mr. Loody over here wants to run a a tyrannical model where what I'm saying is create a marketplace. Once you homeschool, you let families decide how to educate their children, how to add values to their children. When you allow a marketplace of people to be raised and some get raised properly, some don't, the weak will fall out. As horrible as I sound saying that, but the strong will keep going. And the fact is, is what, there's my argument to the dirty kitchen where this is so much deeper than a dirty kitchen, even in the first place. An analogy like that just doesn't work. You, it is absolutely not a reformation. It is a revolution in the future of hoping this world can stick together and have peace one day forever.
1: Yeah. I, 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 um, if you want to clean your kitchen, go for it. I'm going to go use my other kitchen and I'm not going to pay for your kitchen anymore. Right. Like that's, that's, that's like how it, you know, right. Like why, why do I have to use a broken system? If you want to work on reforming it, go for it. You know, when it's all fixed up, maybe I'll pay you to use it again. Um, but, for the time being I'd rather not. Um, and I, you know, I think that's a
3: base answer, Ben. Thank you.
1: Well, anyway, so, man, so anyway, I guess we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Um,
0: it it does, it does. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I guess that's, that's your answer for everything. Then Theodore just let us all pay for it. I know you've kind of moved around a little bit in the last, last few months, I feel like
0: the the big move is that uh, I got a big problem with the Libertarian Party, but I hate them so much that I don't even give them free airtime anymore. So if you don't mind, I'll cut that out. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding around. I'm just saying I I don't I don't talk about them in detail anymore. Everybody knows that they're a joke, and we're gonna get rid of them as quickly as possible. So that was the pivot that I made. Uh, but yeah, besides that, it's all just you know, crowdfunding government is the best way to do any type of uh, public expenditure. You know, voluntarily pay it. So. That's all I was here to say. You know, I'm just trying to plug uh, Twitter at CrowdfundedGov, and uh, you can go to CrowdfundedGovernment.com and uh, check out the blog and all the podcast appearances. And this was really fun because I wanted there's a lot of them. Yeah, I've I've done dozens of appearances. Seven seconds, and I'm I have a hard time staying under seven seconds on my plug. so leave me alone. So I just want to thank my friends. Uh, We got uh, Hans and the Wino over here. uh, Oh, Ludi. And uh, yeah, that, that, that was fun, Ben. Thanks a lot for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Hopefully uh, we can do it again sometime uh, next year. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, thank you guys for, yeah, for coming on. You do, you know? Yeah. All right, you guys, I'm, I'm back here by my lonesome... I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I think it was was interesting to say the least. Amusing, hopefully entertaining. Those wonderful, wonderful words you can think of. Who knows? Maybe you hated it. If you did, I'm sorry. Sorry. Anyway, I did get to talk to Theodore a little bit after the show about um, some of his his ideas and, and um, things that uh, I wanted to get on the show, but I'm going to throw those in the bonus content for you. If you uh, are a patron of the show, you can get that there, or, uh, you know, if not still there for you whenever you decide to take that plunge. I don't know. You can get some other stuff too. Some, some cool stuff besides bonus content. Uh, throw you guys some, some seeds that I've saved from the back garden here. And, uh, who knows what else in the future I might decide to send out to people. Maybe some, anyway, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash the Liberty hippie, go to uh, iTunes and leave a review, hit the subscribe button or, uh, you know, don't, I guess. Either way, uh, I know you guys go to Amazon. Go to homesteadsandhomeschools.com slash Amazon. Click through the fancy little link there and uh, I get a kickback on whatever you purchase. It's not much, but it helps, helps defray some of the costs and everything else that goes into this. So, and if not, that's cool too. I get it all good. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all for this week. You guys go check out, uh, crowdfunded government and see what that's all about. If it, picture your fancy if it's something that you hadn't thought about before uh take the dive take the dive take the plunge check it out see what it is that's all that's all for now guys um come back next week and uh hopefully i'll have another show next week who knows i'm, uh, I'm looking for guests if you got ideas let me know let me know Yeah, guys you get out there sow those seeds of liberty we can all reap seeds of freedom together